Hey, Enneagram friend, this is Abby Rodriguez, your certified and IEA accredited Enneagram teacher and coach. And today we are talking all about stress. So in this next series, we're going to look at the stress response for each of the nine types. And there was an initial introduction episode to this series. So if you haven't listened to that yet, go back and listen to that first and then come back to this number. The audio for these episodes is taken from the Growth and Self-Care Workshop audio that's available for purchase for only $20 on my website if you want to learn more. This episode is all about the stress response for type 6. For type 6s, when they experience stress, first they, like the rest of us, exhibit some unhelpful tendencies in their own type structure first. And so what that looks like for the type six is that the gifts of that type become excessive and imbalanced and they turn into some unhelpful tendencies. So when sixes experience stress and kind of dip down into the lower levels of their own type structure, um, that shows up for them as feeling overwhelmed, feeling overwhelmed by the pressure to maintain all of the loyalties they have, all of the responsibilities they have to maintain their dedications to the things that um, they're a part of. There's this overwhelming pressure to continue to maintain, to be a part of um, these things that they have committed themselves to. In that space, the type six also overanalyzes, um, overanalyzes the information in their environment, the perceived threats, the concerns, the pitfalls. Um, So anything that they can scan around them, scan on the horizon, but it also causes them to overanalyze internal concerns. So not necessarily something that they have just picked up as a potential pitfall or a potential concern, um, but also overanalyze their internal thought process or their their internal concerns. And it shows up as them second guessing themselves, um, being really indecisive, maybe even uh, polling others to get a sense of what others are thinking about a decision or or a decision that they um, have made or will make, want to make. Um, and, and it becomes just this second guessing, this indecisive space for the type six. If the type, or with that, the type six also um, can become a little bit more paranoid. So it's almost the sense of um, paranoid that they are too much for others, that they are burdening others, um, that others will leave them because of that. And and it also can turn into, um, this paranoia can also turn into kind of an accusatory space where they are Uh, accusing others of their intentions or they're suspicious of others' intentions in the relationships or suspicious of others' feelings around them. And they can almost start to pick fights that they didn't mean to, right? Because they make some type of comment about someone's lack of commitment or how someone truly feels about them or how they've always thought or always done whatever might be. Um, It's this accusation because there's this suspicion that's kind of boiling up in the type six and it can turn into these rifts in relationships or these, these tensions and conflict that the six wasn't really trying to start it. It was just this natural um, built up uh, concern and suspicion around others. And it's all from this stress space. If the type six experiences so much stress or even just a certain type of stress, um, type six will naturally move to type three as a stress point. If the type six is unaware of that move, though, they will naturally get kind of pushed across the diagram to the lower side of type six. And so on the, or sorry, on the lower side of type three. And so on the lower side of type three, the type six becomes really driven. 
You know, it's, it, they become, um, a lone ranger. They become, uh, really, you know, independent, taking on too much responsibility and, and doing it often on their own. And so it kind of shows up as, as being even a workaholic in that of just kind of putting their head down, doing the work, not asking for help and doing it alone. In that space, on the lower side of type three, um, they become overly concerned with how others perceive them, and they might even shapeshift a little bit to kind of quell that anxiety of what others think about them um, with kind of some of those chameleon characteristics of the type three. Um, In this space, the type six also will become more dismissive of others, which is not typical for them being more team oriented. And in that space, they can become more arrogant or condescending, um, more belittling of others' opinions or thoughts or participation in things. And really it's, it's in this big presence to kind of dismiss internal insecurities that they might feel or internal self-doubt that they might feel in that stress, stress space. If the six, though, realizes that they're stressed, they can instead pause and choose to take on the characteristics of type three um, as a resource for them. They can go to the high side of type three as really um, these gifts that are a resource for six when they're stressed. And so on the high side of type three, the type six can kind of step out with confidence and choose to take the lead. You know, it's not a, I have to put my head down and do this all on my own and no one is committed and I got to get this done. It's no, I know that I'm good at what I do and I feel confident in that. And we need to get some stuff done because that will make us all feel a little bit less stressed. And so they choose to lead, they choose to offer their skill set, and they do that with confidence, not in a belittling way, but in a like, yeah, I know what I'm good at and this is what I'm good at. Let me offer this and let's get going. On the high side of type three, um, you know, the, the type six can also be more decisive, more aware of what they know and what they want and where they should go. And that can really help them to make uh, more decisive, quicker decisions, but also to be more confident in taking care of themselves, whether that's a decision of having better boundaries around something whether that's a decision to get out of something, you know, to move out of a, a space where they're not appreciated and they've kind of let their uh, loyalty extend past its expiration date, um, they can be more decisive and feel confident in their decision-making uh, abilities or awareness of that and in this type three space. So again, just a reminder to be kind to yourself, to be compassionate about your experience. You know, it's not about beating yourself up for some of the unhelpful behaviors that you notice, but rather the intention of bringing some awareness around this pattern um, and also so that you can give yourself some support. You know, some of these unhelpful behaviors that we're talking about, uh, they're related to stress. And so rather than beating ourselves up that we're stressed, the invitation is could we be instead kind to ourselves and noticing, yeah, this isn't a great behavior. I'm just stressed though. And so can we instead provide some support and care for ourselves rather than beating ourselves up about whatever reaction we had? And so taking a moment to pause, to breathe, to check in with your felt sense in that moment. Um, Can you feel your nervous system dysregulated? Can you um, feel knots in your stomach or maybe there's a heat in your felt sense or a tightness in your chest? You know, what's happening in your felt sense? And pausing and noticing what's happening so that you can choose how you want to move forward rather than getting caught up in the reactivity of it. And and really an invitation to name what you need. As you observe some of these pieces that are happening for you, 
what is it that you need if you're stressed? Is there a stressor that you can uh, mitigate or remove? Is there some type of support you can add in to balance uh, the triggering aspect of that stressor? Um, or maybe is there, you know, a need that's not being met, a boundary that you need to put in place, or, or maybe just an area that you need support. So giving yourself some compassion because the reality is you're just stressed. That's why these things are happening. Hey friends, the audio for these episodes is taken from the growth and self-care workshop audio that's available for purchase for only $20 on my website. If you want to learn more. The teaching audio is over four hours of Enneagram content, where I walk you through type-specific stressors and the natural stress response for each type and how we can better manage stress and how we can incorporate practices for self-care based on our type into our everyday life. The teaching audio is a digital download, so you can listen to it on your phone or your computer, and it also comes with a digital workbook. So I really want to encourage you to take advantage of that opportunity or to give it to a friend in this season if you have someone that's coming to mind that has a lot of stress and and needs some support to navigate that. 